0: yeah look started from a half a kilo now i'm talking millions over welcome 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 i would like to welcome you to another episode of the unpopular podcast isn't the man the myth the legend jalen hunter and if you would do me a favor please subscribe to the youtube channel i'm trying to reach a thousand subscribers so you know anything will help but here's where we'll start So the biggest bombshell, the biggest news that we got happened yesterday, actually, which was the Patriots releasing Cam Newton. Now, this is cut week. What cut week pretty much is, is in the preseason and the offseason, a team pretty much gets as many players as they can. You know, teams usually have like 75, 80 players. And for cut week, you pretty much have to cut your roster down to 53 players. And, you know, you see a lot of – because, like I said, teams have – 75 uh 80 players on their team there's going to be players that get cut so cam newton uh who uh, of course was the quarterback for the patriots was one of those casualties and let's talk about it for a second so the patriots draft mac jones and mac jones of course went to alabama i think they drafted him like 15th he fell all the way to 15th and Last year, Cam Newton contracted COVID. Is that even the word, contracted? He got COVID. (laughs) And, of course, with him getting COVID, before he got COVID, Cam Newton was having uh, a a career year. Um, He was looking great. He was throwing in the upper 60 percentile, like 60 percent as far as his completion percentage. Cam Newton was playing really well. We remember the game against Seattle, even though they lost. Uh, on the last play of the game, remember, he, he looked for like 329 or 330. Uh, Cam Newton was looking really good before COVID. Then, he, of course, he got COVID and pretty much derailed the whole season. He came back. It, it, it just didn't look right. His his completion percentage went down. He he just looked bad. And a lot of that can be assessed, too. Like I said, you, you got COVID. It's, the Patriots is... The Patriot organization is a historically tough organization to deal with. It's a tough learn to plays. You know, Bill Belichick is a no-nonsense person. His structure, the system, it's it's, it's its recognized as one of the toughest organizations to join when we talk about the NFL. But Cam Newton did it, and of course, last year, Cam getting covid like I said, derailed the season, and you draft Mac Jones, and Mac Jones is the perfect quintessential quarterback for the Patriots. The Patriots is, is used to a quarterback that's not really mobile, that's a pocket passer, that's smart, understand, understands and knows how to read defenses, knows how to you know get players open or throw players open you know he, he's used to a tom brady now i'm not saying mac jones is tom brady i'm not saying mac jones will ever be tom brady tom brady's the goat uh i'm not putting that expectation on on mac jones but mac jones is and and, and i've said this a while and people have said this mac jones is the the if 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 the Patriots wanted to build a, a quarterback, you know, if the Patriots team was on at Madden and they were building their ideal franchise quarterback, it will look a lot like Mac Jones because that's what they're used to. That's what they've been. That's where their success has come from. You know, they've the Drew Bledsoes and of course the 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 Tom Brady's. They're used to that type of quarterback. So you knew when he fell all the way down to I believe fifteen that the Patriots were going to get him. But we're talking about Cam Newton right now. Cam Newton, as we know, ended or his career ended with uh his career in 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 Carolina ended with him being released, I believe, and then it took, you know, he he got on to the Patriots late in the season. And everyone knew, you know, Cam Newton was not the ideal quarterback for the Patriots. We knew that that, that Cam Newton just didn't f- it just didn't look like what the Patriots are used to. We we knew that. Um, but that doesn't mean that Cam Newton couldn't thrive. You know what I mean? And like I said, before COVID, he looked really good. And why am I talking about last year? Because a lot of people are saying, you know, one big reason why he got cut was because of his play last year as well as, I guess, preseason. Even though he, lo- he looked really good in the preseason. It, Mac Jones looked good as well, but but Cam Newton looked really good in the preseason. The reason why, I believe, the biggest reason, I think there's multiple reasons, but the biggest reason why I think that Cam Newton uh, was released was due to his COVID slip-up this year. There's nothing that you can do. I mean, you can try your hardest to not get covid last year but i mean it was tough you're in a contact sport you're around a whole bunch of people your family's around a whole bunch of people and there was no vaccine that's the biggest thing there was no vaccine last year there is a vaccine this year now i'm not here telling people to get the vaccine i'm not here to tell people not to get the vaccine i think you should do what's best for you i think you should do what's best for your family whatever you feel that is i am vaccinated that's, I mean, that is what it is. I am vaccinated. I'm around the, my, the, the work industry that I have. I'm around multiple people from multiple ways of life, and I don't know what they're doing. And I'm trying to keep my family safe. So I feel the safest thing for me is to be vaccinated. Some people do not feel that way. Cam Newton, I guess, does not feel that way. Uh, Carson Wentz does not feel that way. Kirk Cousins does not feel that way. There is people in the NFL that are not getting vaccinated. Here's the problem, though, and and, and we're going to stick to just the Patriots. The Patriots is a no nonsense organization. Now, I'm not saying that Cam Newton's bad. I'm not saying that Cam Newton, Cam Newton is is just terrible. But what I'm saying is this: this is a no nonsense organization. I'm also not saying that Cam Newton is like a problem. But again, this is a no-nonsense organization. And this is an organization where you want, you need to be available as much as possible. And again, it's different when you get COVID last year. There was no vaccine. Uh, you can't really do nothing about it. And it is what it is. But if you get... The I think the coat well whatever happened with the testing and everything between Cam Newton and which made him miss what the four days a week or two ago was the the straw pretty much in my opinion that broke the camel's back for that I mean last year and I think this is where you start you you ever you ever um be talk to somebody and they have a lot of that's it you ever talk to someone that lies a lot. Like small lies, not big lies. Like small, small lies. And then they just continue to do it. Like they're they're habitual liars. But it's not like they lie about huge things. They just lie about small things. Like they went to the store. Where'd you go today? Nowhere. You know, it's like. And it continues to pile up. And then you let it go. You know, it's fine. Until they start lying about important things. They start lying about things where you know, like it's important. Then those little lies that. That you just let go, start to be, start to get a little heavier, and it's was like, bro, this is this is ridiculous. I'm not gonna, I can't do this anymore. That's where I think the Patriots was last year. Cam Newton struggled after COVID. Last year he got COVID. Last year the Patriots missed the playoffs, first time in God knows how many years, and they were they were willing to let that go because again it was new and they didn't have. Like uh uh they didn't have somebody that was nipping at Cam Newton's uh uh nipping at Cam Newton's ankles. You didn't have, you know, you had what, what was it, just Stidham? Jarrett Stidham? And you knew they kept trying to get Jared Stidham because they would bench Cam Newton a couple games, and Jarrett Stidham would come in and look god awful. So they you knew they didn't have a person that could really come in and 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 challenge Cam Newton. Enter Mac Jones. See the thing about this is Again, I'm not here to tell people to get the vaccine, to not to get the vaccine. But what I'm saying is you're starting to see vaccine mandates from teams. Hell, the 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 Washington Nationals in baseball. And I think the Astros are two teams that I know for sure have mandates saying, Hey, look, we're not kicking you out the league. I mean, you're good enough, whatever, but if you want to play here, you're going to have to get you're gonna to have to get it's mandatory to get vaccinated. The these NFL these NFL teams are pretty much private companies. They have an owner and everything. They're private companies. So the owner can be like, yo, they have to be mandated. Hell, you see, Washington's trying to get Washington football team, they're trying to get like that. Um, and it sucks that he got cut, but again, man, it's this vaccine thing is serious. Especially for a team that has no nonsense and your availability is the best thing for them. And if, especially when there's a quarterback battle between him and Mac Jones and it's close. I don't, Cam Newton didn't lose his job because his talent level just dropped. Because if you look in the preseason, he played incredibly well. The problem is, Mac Jones played incredibly well too. And that's not really a problem, but Mac Jones played incredibly well as well. And with Mac Jones playing incredibly well, your margin for error is a lot less than somebody that has no, or that Jared Stidham is your backup quarterback. Not to mention, Kim, again, when the organization is used to a certain type of quarterback, and you just are com- are a completely different mode than what they're used to. There's gonna be a lot of pushback. You see a lot of, you know, patriot former Patriot players coming coming out, you know, against or let's say, or for Mac Jones, even if the, the quarterback position was close, you're gonna go with someone that they're used to. Do I think Mac Jones is 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 the next Tom Brady? No. Do I think that we should we should deem him that? No. Do I think that Mac Jones is good enough right now to get the Patriots to the playoffs? I don't think so. Especially with the news with Stefan Gilmore, who is their best defensive player. Uh, on the pup list, and so which means he won't be able to play until week seven, and that's if he's completely healthy. It it sucks, man. But people are taking this vaccine seriously, and especially, and I said it last episode. When your job is on the line, what are you going to do? Do I think Cam Newton's Cam Newton, in my opinion, is is still good enough to be a starting quarterback, but. And that's why cut week is so tough, man. It's like, especially for quarterbacks, no one is going to try to bring, unless you're like really garbage. So if Cam Newton probably goes to, I don't know, Houston, they don't really care. But no team that is good enough to at least be in the playoffs or good enough to think that they're playoff bound, no team is going to pick up a starting quarterback two weeks into the season or 2 weeks before the season starts, which means you're going to have to uproot the entire game plan for that quarterback. So, it it's really looking like if and probably when Cam Newton, no, let's say if Cam Newton gets picked up again or gets picked up again, he will be a backup quarterback until the foreseeable future. Again, man, availability is your is your best best um best skill especially in the nfl and especially in times like this with COVID, and when you have man look when you have a quarterback battle as close as it was between cam and mac jones a lot of things that you maybe were allowed to let slide when you didn't have a serious quarterback battle they're not going to let that slide anymore I think that Cam Newton is and – I, and I think you're going to see this for a lot of people. Cam – you're going to have to get vaccinated. Hell, there was – I forgot the, the player. But there was a player that pretty much, like, continued to get – like, you're, these fines are going to start – I think they're going to start fining. And I think probably 2022, you're going to see majority, if not all, of the league have, ma- have vaccine mandates. Because, again, what happens if you're out – for 10 games in that or 10, 10 days or 14 days or whatever because you get COVID. And in those 14 days, you lose two games. And those two games cost you the playoffs. Teams ain't going to like that, bro. So I think that you're – I think Cam, the question is, is Cam Newton, What what's next for Cam? Because, again, we've already stated that he's, to me, in my opinion, he's still good enough to be a starting quarterback. I mean again he's a former MVP, he went to the Super Bowl. Uh he he's he's uh, he, he's Cam Newton. So I think that he's still good enough to be a quarterback, but there's going to have to again two things is going to really have to happen. I think teams are going to start looking at him cuz the last thing you want is a is a backup quarterback that's bigger than the room. A backup quarterback is supposed to be there just in case pretty much like the like the emergency emergency uh, uh safe whatever like we're not really supposed to use you until really needed so you're not really supposed to be heard you're not really supposed to be seen no you're not nobody's really supposed to know who you are unless you're like a big fan of the team because you're the backup so you cam newton's really gonna have to swallow a lot of pride and be like yo hey i guess i was a form of just because you're a backup now doesn't mean you will be a backup moving forward. It's just now you're a backup. I also think that you know the way that the the way that not only the the league is going, but the way that the United States is going, man. I think that he's he's probably gonna have to get vaccinated. And I know that's a sensitive subject now, and I know that a lot of people don't feel that or or won't get vaccinated. That's cool. All right. But as we're seeing, and and, and you're not, the Patriots aren't going to chop it up to, it was because he was unvaccinated. But that that was, I mean, a lot of reports are coming out saying that was pretty much the final straw. The the thing, the the COVID misunderstanding, where I think he got an outside test, and because you got an outside test, you have to like be quarantined for five days or whatever. And that was the worst time to be quarantined for five days because that week was the joint practice with the with the um with the uh, giants, which is very important for, cause I mean, you're playing against other people. So you're going to go a lot harder cause you're playing with people that's not on your team. And, and, and Shannon Sharp said it best, man. You don't want to give somebody, especially now, of course you don't wish for anybody to fail. That's not what you, you don't, you don't wish for that. But you don't, especially in a quarterback battle, you don't want to give somebody extra reps and give the coach extra time to see them like, you know, he looks really well, especially when the quarterback battle was as close as this was. So now, again, and it goes back to the lying analogy, all the stuff that probably, you know, you just let sweep under the rug last year starts to 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 grow a pile, a bigger pile. And you're starting to notice that pile a lot more like, oh, wait, Cam Newton. Only had seven touchdowns, seven passing touchdowns all or seven touchdowns all last year and ten interceptions. Cam Newton Cam Newton had a below uh 55% completion or no below 60% completion percentage. Cam Newton caught COVID, so he missed some time. Which really and, and Cam Newton was never the same after that. And even and, and this is the thing I don't understand. And again, everyone has their reasoning whether to or to not get the the vaccine. So, hey, I'm not here saying your reasoning is bad, I'm not here saying it's good. I'm just talking from my perspective. I don't understand if you would have gotten covid. I didn't get covid, still got the vaccine. Thank God. I don't understand how does a person or people that have gotten COVID and got it because I think I remember Cam Cam Newton was saying that COVID hit him hard. Lamar Jackson, COVID hit him hard twice. How is it that I don't get people that have gotten uh, COVID? How, how, how is this still a question? If you're going to get the vaccine, you know the effects that COVID has. You know what I mean? So it, I don't know, man. It's weird and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for Cam because, again, he is a starting. This is a tough time in the season to bring on another quarterback. It's different for a linebacker or a running back or a wide receiver or a lineman. It's different. Well, maybe lineman's a little bit the same, but it's different for a starting quarterback or a quarterback in general because again. You pretty much know if you're going to an organization right now 2 weeks before the season the season starts what September 9th Thursday night football the last thing that you want is to bring on a starting quarterback where you're going to uproot and change the whole offense in 2 weeks So what's next for Cam? Man, I don't I don't know. There's there's a lot of team. I mean, if you really want to go start right away, I mean, you can go down to Houston, but I don't want to see Cam playing for Houston. Like, Houston's garbage. They don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, Watson, even though I think a report came out saying that they're going to try to keep him. I don't know what's going on there, but you do have Tyrod Taylor. I have absolutely no idea who their backup quarterback is. Uh, But if if, if Cam – I think that you're going to start – Cam's going to have to get vaccinated, man, if he wants to continue to be a quarterback in the league. Because, I mean – Who else, you know, who else can Cam? You can you can try to go to the Giants, but the Giants, their their organization is big on vaccines. You can try to uh, see if Ron Rivera wants to pick you up and go to Washington. But we know how important the vaccine is around Rivera, seeing as though he had cancer and Cam Newton could have got picked up before he went to the Patriots and Ron Rivera didn't do it. So I don't know. You can go to another team. See, here's the thing. Here's another thing, and, and and we knew again. We knew that the Cam Newton, the Cam Newton era for the Patriots wasn't going to last long. We knew that. I think it was going to last only one season? I thought it was going to last a little longer, but we knew the Cam Newton era in. New England was not going to last long because again, New England is used to a certain type of quarterback. And Cam Newton didn't produce the a level of success that they're used to last year. Now again, uh Cam Newton didn't have he wasn't gonna win the Super Bowl, even if he didn't get COVID. But not making it to the playoffs definitely hurt. Especially, you know, how how the season started compared to how it ended. It it hurt for sure. Um But the thing about it is, and the thing about backups, right? The thing about backups is the backup quarterback has to pretty much, their game has to be damn near close or spot on or identical to the starting quarterback. They're just not as good. What do I mean by that? You don't want your backup quarterback to be drastically different from your starter because you don't want to have to drastically change the offense from one quarterback to another. That's why uh when Lamar Jackson started, that's why Joe Flacco had to go. Because Joe Flacco is ap- his game is absolutely nothing like Lamar Jackson's. And now I I think it's Huntley. I don't remember, I think it's Brent Huntley or something. That's why if you look at the Ravens backup, if you look at, you know, Lamar Jackson's backup, you saw in the preseason, he plays damn near identical to Lamar Jackson. That's why there's a quarterback battle in uh, San Francisco between Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. They play very similar. If you look at damn near every team in the NFL, look at their starting quarterback to their backup. They look drastically the same. I'm not gonna say drastically the same. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they look pretty much the same. Of course, one is is drastic. That's what I meant. One is drastically better. Like you know one's drastically better, but their skill set is pretty much the same. You don't want a mobile quarterback as a starting quarterback. And then your backup have no mobility at all. And and it's just a pure pocket passer. You would have to change your whole offense. And I think that's another reason why, you know, we, we kind of saw the writing on the wall uh, when they drafted Mac Jones, because Mac Jones and Cam Newton's game is completely different. Completely. So, Hey, you know they weren't trade they're not trading Mac Jones, bro. You just drafted him 15th. He's he's in Alabama. Nick Saban and, and Bill Belichick have a relationship. You're not you again, you drafted him that high. You're not about to cut him. So Cam Newton was pretty much the odd man out in this situation. So I, I don't know what's next for Cam, man. Um, I hope this isn't the end of his career, but again, and I don't think it is, but it's tough, man. It, at least I don't know if we'll see him this year. Let me say that I don't know if we'll see Cam Newton as a quarterback this year, because again, I don't know how what's going to happen with the whole vaccine. Like I don't know if he's going to get vaccinated. If he doesn't get vaccinated, do teams really have the patience for him? Do teams really have or are, are, are is a team going to bring him in? Because again, I think Cam Newton's still good enough to be a starting quarterback. It's just. Again, the Patriots aren't going to say it, I don't believe, but I think him not being vaccinated was the final straw and like the biggest final straw. And uh, it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate to see a talent like Cam Newton get cut, man. But on the same, same, same thing, when you're not vaccinated and you have the season that you had last year, again... People say it it, it wasn't just the vaccine. Don't get me wrong. Because if that's the case, Lamar Jackson would be cut. Uh, Carson Wentz would be cut. Uh, Cole Beasley would be cut. Kirk Cousins would be cut. There'll be a lot of people cut. So if it was just not having a vaccine, hell, Lamar Jackson doesn't have a job right now. Lamar Jackson. It's, it's, It's Cam Newton not having the vaccine or not wanting the vaccine or not getting the vaccine plus the COVID misunderstanding hiccup the testing hiccup uh, a week or two ago plus the fact that Mac Jones looked better than a lot of people expected and outplayed Cam Newton in the in the preseason now we outplayed Cam Newton in the preseason because he had more reps than Cam Newton in the preseason in my opinion but he outplayed Cam Newton in the preseason and the way that the season unfolded last year after Cam Newton got COVID so while yes COVID to me was a big reason that's not the only reason and and when you're a starting quarterback or when you're a quarterback that's in a in a in a a quarterback battle the last thing you want to do is give the team uh ammo or give the team an opportunity to be able to cut you so um again I hope I wish the best for Cam uh the question, I guess the question now is, we we just talked about Cam Nels with the Patriots. Are the Patriots good enough to win or are the Patriots good enough to even make the playoffs? And I think that that has to do with, again, a lot with what their quarterback look like. What does Mac Jones look like? Again, you can look really good against fourth stringers, people that aren't even on the team anymore now how do you look against an actual an actual NFL roster uh this this the roster's good i mean you have a lot of people coming back that opted out of uh last season for covid you have you know John Doe Smith you have Hunter Henry you have uh Nelson Aguilar you have Kendrick Bourne. you have a lot more pieces than Cam Newton did uh last year and your offensive line is still really good and still one of the best offensive line in the league. It's really how, you know, how I don't know if Mac Jones is ready to to lead a team to the playoffs, of course. But this team is is, is a, it's a, it's a good team. It's a solid team. You know what I mean? So I just I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to play out. But it, I, I don't. The, the 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 worst part about it honestly and the part that's the toughest for me as far as to answering the question is mac jones good enough is the is the afc in general uh the ravens is tough just because they add another game uh you, to me you're gonna have to win at least 10 especially in a division with the 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 bills who a lot of people can argue is the second best if not the first best team in the in the AFC you have the dolphins who their defense is still a really good defense i think they were the one of if not the best scoring defense last year uh plus what happens if they get deshaun watson and then of course not it's not just that division cuz i mean after that it's what the the Patriots and uh, yeah no it's again in the AFC it's not just them it's all right so I don't we know they're not going to win their division we know that there's no way I don't think Mac Jones will even be close to being as good as the Bills Being as good as Josh Allen so no I don't think he's going to win the division so now you're going to have to be one of those extra teams you're going to have to be one of those teams in the AFC but again you have the Ravens you have the the Steelers you have the Browns you have uh the Colts you have the 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 Tennessee Titans you have um the Chargers that can sneak in there you have the Chiefs I don't see uh an avenue for the Patriots and Mac Jones winning or going to the playoffs uh their defense is cool, yeah. Woo, but other than that even in, but even again, even in that I know you bring back Van Noy, you bring back a lot of people, but Stefan Gilmore's out. So I don't I don't I just don't see it. I don't see it. Uh I don't see it. I, don't, I don't see it. But um Well what well, the, the age of of Mac Jones is here. Uh the ma- the age of Mac Jones is here and well It's, this is what they wanted. This is what the Patriots wanted. The Patriots, you don't want to go, if you have, uh, if you go into the season with a quarterback battle, that means you don't have a starting quarterback uh, outside of the 49ers. That's just different. But even the 49ers, yeah, if you go, because think about it. If Jimmy G was that much better than Trey Lance, do you think there'll be a quarterback battle? If uh, Trey, I mean, and I'm not saying Trey Lance is garbage, but clearly he wasn't able to create that much separation cuz again he's a rookie there's a lot of things that you can't scheme for uh until you actually play a in a, a real team or or yeah a real actual roster same thing with Andy Dalton and and Justin Fields a lot of people believe Justin Fields is the starting quarterback but again there's there's not much there's not much it, it's different playing a preseason than in the regular season so you know the age of mac jones is here uh we'll have to see what happens and again i hope that cam newton lands where lands in the best position for him cuz even i know it it definitely i just don't want this to be the fine. you know the end of of a career if cam newton doesn't come back uh cuz he doesn't want to get vaccinated i think that's incredibly crazy in my opinion but hey I don't know. And I'm not saying that's what he said or that's what he's going to do. I'm just saying. I hope that the reason why Cam Newton does not get a job again is because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Not because of his skill level. Because his skill level is still good enough, in my opinion, to be a starting quarterback. So, we'll have to see what happens, man, (laughs) moving forward for both Cam Newton and Mac Jones and the Patriots. So, we'll have to see. Moving forward. So... So <laughs> I had to check real quick. So I'm continuing uh my divisional breakdown. We have two more divisions left. We have the NFC East, and I believe we have the NFC West, North, South. Yeah, the, we have the NFC West, but we're gonna do the NFC East today. Uh, this <laughs> this division, man, this division. Now this division, ugh. This division is tough. This division is tough because it's wide open. Not in the best way. And I'm not not saying this division is not like wide. Like, it's not like the AFC. The, The reason why we're finishing with the NFC West is because the NFC West is the best division in the NFC by far. And you can argue the best division in football. The NFC East though, it's you know it's crazy when anyone talks about the NFC East because remember the glory days, man. I think the NFC East, I could be wrong, but I think the NFC East probably has what the most Super Bowls in, in out of. I mean, I know Washington has what three. Cowboys have five. Giants, I think, have two. Uh, so that's what three, five, eight, two is ten. Plus the Eagles won. That's eleven championships. Um, like. The, this 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 division, man, used to be the cream of the crop, right? Like you had the Cowboys, you had uh, Troy Aikman, Michael Irving. You 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 had Tim Tebow. I'm not Tim Tebow. You had uh, 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 Tony Romo. You had T O. You 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 had Emmitt Smith, Washington. You had the Fun Bunch: Art Monk, Daryl. You had uh, Santana Moss, Sean Taylor clinton portis like the eagles had mcnab when he was good michael vick to uh and then the giants i mean this michael strahan uh eli manning like this this division is crazy When, when you look at this division now it 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 pales into comparison of what it used to be but let's talk about it. Let's, let's start with the Eagles, which in my opinion is the absolute worst team in this division. This, And it's not just because they don't have the players. I mean, I know they just traded uh, for Gardner Minshew, but it's not just the Eagles can't get out of their way. The Eagles ruined their relationship. The Eagles organization, whether it was the coach, whether they have ruined their relationship with Carson Wentz. In fact, they almost ruined their relationship with Dan. Ever since was Andy, ever since Andy Reid left or was was out of there, they've their relationship has has been. Ugh. I mean, think about it. Let's just look at the recent, the last what two three years, or yeah, two three years, four years. Carson Wentz is an MVP front runner. Eagles look like one of the best teams in the NFL. The best team in the NFL. Carson Wentz gets hurt. Nick Foles takes them, has the most historic playoff run ever. Takes them to the Super Bowl, wins. Nick Foles gets a statue outside. That instantly causes a quarterback controversy. Nick Foles is out of there. Carson Wentz, they draft Jalen Hurts. Carson Wentz doesn't like that. Carson Wentz demands a trade. Actually, Carson Wentz continues to get hurt, demands a trade, gets traded. They cut, they fire the coach. Now you have Jalen Hurts and then you say you, you, you pretty much let Carson Wentz go because you have Jalen Hurts and you feel comfortable with Jalen Hurts. You then tra- trade Carson Wentz and then say we're not we're not going to uh, it's still going to be a quarterback battle. We're not going to uh, we're not going to just automatically say Jalen Hurts is our guy then why would you trade Carson Wentz? That's neither here nor there. This organization just sucks now, man. From the management to the, the new coach, this organization sucks. Like, there's not much good, I can say. Last last year, they finished 4-11-1. Um Again, you have Jalen Hurts as a quarterback. You have uh, Gardner Minshew now. But you don't really have too many. I mean, you have Devontae Smith, who was a player of the year last year at Alabama. You have him outside of that Darius Slay. They have pieces. That's the thing. They have pieces. But for some reason, none of these pieces can stay healthy. You Remember Alshon Jeffries, how he continued to get hurt? Hell, they have Zach Ertz still on the team, and Zach Ertz has been wanting out of that organization since after they won the Super Bowl, so I don't understand why Zach Ertz is still on this team, but it's, it's I don't know, man, they don't, this team, like, you have Ryan Kerrigan, whoo, you have Jason Kelsey, you have Lane Johnson, but again, these players continue outside of, well, these players, I don't know what it is, I don't know if it's a curse, I don't know what it is, but... Uh, m- Every year, every single year, the the Eagles are one of the most injured teams. And the thing is Last year or two years ago and last year, I could say that the Eagles are one of the most talented teams in the league. The only problem is they kept getting hurt from their, their whole offensive line pretty much getting decimated from injury. Their whole wide receiver core getting decimated from injury. A lot of big defensive names getting decimated with injury. Jason Peters pretty much falling apart and leaving like this. There's no I mean, their best players. Yeah. I mean, Darius Slay's cool. Okay, Gardner Minshew is cool now, I guess. Uh, Devontae Smith, rookie. He, you know, I th- I'm excited to see what he looks like. Jalen Hurts. Okay, cool. Uh, Kayvon Wallace. Uh, okay, <laughs> like they. Miles Sanders, who I mean, third year. He's not the best. Boston Scott. Both of these, by the way, are are pretty short, like pretty short running backs. I don't – this doesn't – this team is not good. This team will finish – look, you'll heard it here first. What's today? Friday – no. Friday, September 1st. This team, the Eagles, are going to finish last in the division. Zach Gers don't want to be there. You have Dallas Goddard, uh, Fletcher Cox, who – another player who – who got decim who's been decimated of injury. Now, when the Blexer Cox is on the field, he's pretty good. I'm not gonna hold you. As well as uh Darius Slay. Like when, when they're on the field, they're good. But they can cont- not as much Darius Slay as it is Flexor Cox, but they continue to get injured. So it's just like uh, I don't I don't see i don't see much wins man i don't see much wins especially now now i do this sometimes i started this maybe a couple a couple episodes ago but let's look at their schedule let's look at the Eagles' schedule uh let's see week one falcons i think that's pretty even so I'll, i'll give it to the eagles i guess so that's one win san fran lost dallas lost kansas city lost Carolina Panthers lost, Tampa Bay big loss. Uh Raiders lost. Detroit you can win that game, so that's two. Chargers lost. Broncos lost. Mm, Broncos lost. Um Saints lost. New York Giants uh, divisional, who knows. Uh Jets, you could beat the Jets. Washington probably lost. G- Giants again. Probably lost. Washington will lost in Dallas. Uh, this team, I only count what three, maybe four wins again. So it's, uh oh, man, I don't know, I don't know. This team, this team's not good. The teams, the the team's not good, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't I don't see that from the management to to the head coach, who's a new head coach, to the way that they're they're move, maneuvering their players. I don't know what's going on with this team, honestly. So I think the Eagles are going to be pretty bad this year. This the division is wide open because it's not the best division. Don't get me wrong. But I do think that there is a clear cut worst team in this division. And that's the Eagles. Hell. At this moment, I think they have the worst quarterback, and that's no, I mean, shouts out to a former, J, or another Jalen, Shouts out to you, but the only, well, I think it's, no, I think, I don't think he's better than Dan, uh, Daniel Jones, I don't think, he, I, I'm sure he's not better than Ryan Fitzpatrick, even though I don't, we'll talk about it in a second, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he's definitely not better than Dak Prescott, so. The Eagles are gonna be bad this year. I am gonna just be real. The Eagles are gonna be pretty bad this year. So let's let's go over to the Giants. The Giants, mm, I don't know how to say. The Giants, man, they have they have pieces. The Giants have one probably the second best, probably the actually I'll say they have the the best offensive core in this. Well, offensive weapons. I mean, you have. You have Saquon Barkley, you have Kenny Galladay, you have uh, Darius Slayton, and you have, um, what's his name, Uh, 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 Sterling Shepard, and you have Evan Ingram. The only problem is Evan Ingram, he be dropping the ball a lot. uh, And and this team deals a lot of injury, just like the Eagles now, not as much as the Eagles, but Saquon Barkley missed pretty much the whole year. I think he was out after game one or game two. Um It's – it's, you know, this team is cool. It's just – the offensive line sucks. The offensive line is horrible. And Daniel Jones – and this is why I I was a little questioning if Daniel Jones is better than uh, Jalen Hurts is because Daniel Jones has games where it's – he's incredible. Daniel Daniel Jones looks like a a really, really good quarterback. Then there's games where – he holds the ball for too long, has unnecessary sacks, throws unnecessary picks. It's like, what are you doing? You know what it is? I think that this team, this team this is the year. And when I say this is the year, this is the year where you know, teams have grace periods. Like you're going to you're going to stay with a quarterback, you're going to stay with a a good player if the organization around him isn't the greatest. Their their offensive line hasn't been good, no. And their offensive line is a little better, but it's not it's not top tier. But you cannot this there's no more excuses for Daniel Jones at this point because if you look again, if you look at the 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 the, the offensive core, they have the best offensive core, you have the best running back in the division. You have the best receiving core in the division. That's kind of rivaled with the Cowboys, but you have the best the best uh, receiving core, in my opinion. So it's like it's up to you. You get Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. You have John, uh, John Ross. Like these are these are quality people. So it's like, and and we know that their their calling card has been defense. Their calling card was defense when they got you know when they when they when they won two Super Bowls, even though they had Eli Manning, but it's, it's always been defense. And their, their coach now is a big defensive guy. So their defense is good. Julius Pe- like our Jason Pe- or J- Peppers. You, you have a lot of people, Ju- Jabril Peppers. I'm sorry. This is a defensive minded team. And on top of that, you have Daniel Jones and that incredible offensive core. So this team should be, this team could be, I mean, the reason why, let me say this, this team, if you really look on paper, this team should be viable for the best team in the NFC East. The problem and the reason why a lot of people don't is because they don't know about Daniel Jones. And I think this is the year. When I say this is the year, I'm not saying this year he's going to blow up and and just be incredible. This is the year where you're going to figure, find out if they're going to continue with him or not. Like Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, that year was last year. You you brought in uh uh Odell Beckham Jr., even though he did get hurt. You brought in um I mean Jarvis Landry's still there. You you have Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt. It was on Baker Mayfield. And while they didn't win a Super Bowl or get to a Super Bowl, they go they get to the playoffs first time in God knows how long, and they beat the 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 Steelers in first in first time, and they almost beat the Chiefs. So it's like that last year was, was, was Baker Mayfield's year to say, all right, either if you can't get it done with this or, or look good with these pieces, then we're going to have to move on from you. Like, that's just what's going to be. I mean, it was the coach at first. You know, your coaching, that that coaching thing's trash. You didn't have any pieces. We got you the coach. Kevin Stefanski, one coach of the year. We got you the pieces. Oda Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, um, the tight ends, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. We got you the pieces, and they went to the second – or second round of the playoffs this year is for Daniel Jones we get you Kenny Galladay we get you Kyle Rudolph we get you uh Darius Slayton you have Saquon Barkley back you have um Josh or John Ross you have of Evan Ingram you have Sterling Shepard these are really good pieces so it's like, if you don't, not to mention the defense is good. So if you don't make it work here, then it's not, if you don't make it work with this caliber of people where there's, there's top, top quarterbacks that don't even have this, this, this core. So if you can't make it work with this, then ain't nothing much we can do with you. So don't be surprised if, if Daniel Jones does not look, does not look good or isn't hasn't doesn't play well don't be surprised if if this time next year he's not on the team i don't wish that on anybody but don't be surprised especially you know with people getting cut left and right do not be surprised because again this is not the time for that we you're giving they gave him you gave him the car now let's see how he drives it so i, I I can't. It's hard to make a prediction with the Giants because they have the pieces to be the best team in the NFC East. It's just on Daniel Jones. Do you, can you can we trust and it has Daniel Jones been that person that we know? Even with this talented core, can they lead them to the playoffs? And we'll have to see. I think that at least get to the playoffs this year. That's what has to happen for the Giants, because again you add another you add another game you have add another playoff team you have to at least make the playoffs if not do not be surprised if they move off of daniel jones do not be surprised especially hell we just talked about the news with cam newton maybe with deshaun watson do not be surprised because if deshaun watson i'll tell you this if deshaun watson even though this the all hell the offensive line did get better so if deshaun watson had this roster they'd be in the playoffs for sure. If Cam Newton had this roster, they'd be in the playoffs, in my opinion, for sure. So, it's I think the onus now is, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see what Daniel Jones does. And I think that's all we can really wait and see when we talk about the, the Giants. So, let's go over to Washington. The Washington football team. Finished 7-9 last year. You know... I don't, I don't know how to tackle. like <laughs> no pun intended. I don't know how to tackle the Washington football team, man. It's like we know what they are. What they are is right in front of our faces. Now, I know that seems, you know, wait, what? I, I know. But it, just hear me out. We know what Washington's going to be. Anyone that's watched football for god knows or ever since ryan fitzpatrick has been in the league we know what the washington football team is we know who they're going to be we know this washington football team has in my opinion and arguably the best defensive front in football you have chase young you have uh sweat you have deron Payne, you have allen you have now Jamie caught like they they have one of the best defensive fronts in all the football. They have they have decent Um, they have decent, uh, a decent back. You have the, the rookie Collins. You have Kyle Fuller. Like you, you have some good piece. You, their defense is is elite. Their defense is a one. Their defense is going to be the best part about Washington. The question is, and what the question has been for a while now is their offense. Yes, you have PC. You have Terry McLaurin, who I think is 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 criminally underrated in the NFL. You have Antonio Gibson, who had a breakout year last year. Then you have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Let's have a conversation about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick has moments of that's why he coined. I mean, that's why he has the nickname Ryan Fitzmagic. There, he. I mean, we know the the last second throw he had last year against the Raiders. Um, he's had some incredible moments, like incredible moments. He. I mean, we remember what the game he threw what four hundred yards or something the first game against the Saints one year. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick has is in has been incredible at moments there's a reason why ryan fitzpatrick i think has been on like nine or ten teams in his career there's a reason why every single place he goes there's a quarterback battle or he goes into the season as a backup ryan fitzpatrick has his moments right But Ryan Fitzpatrick is not a starting quarterback. He's just not. Let me say this. I mean, let me, let me, let me, let me retract that. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a starting quarterback. He is a starting quarterback. But if you want to win, like if you want any any hope of winning a, a Super Bowl of of going deep into playoffs. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not a season-long starting quarterback. That's why when when um, this offseason, all we were hearing about was maybe Mitch, Mitch Trubisky would go to Washington. Maybe Cam Newton would be good at Washington. Because Washington has the pieces. It's just they... Before, they they haven't, I mean, Alex Smith, we know what happened with the injury, but even Alex Smith at his best is more of a game manager. Hell, he was like, he he's not going to, he's, okay, you know what he is? Alex Smith is a better Teddy Bridgewater as far as he's going to do all the right things, but he is not going to risk anything. He's not going, he's, he doesn't have the greatest deep ball. He's not even going to throw the ball deep, really. He's a good, he's a good solid system quarterback, but he's not going to just launch it downfield. He's not going to really put you in harm's way, but he's not going to risk it. And then you you had Allen who got hurt. Hell, uh, I'll say this. Ron Rivera led co uh led team. Um we know they're gonna be incredible defensively. That's Ron Rivera's calling card, pretty much his defense hell. He got uh when the Panthers went, what, fifteen and one with Cam Newton, a lot of people don't talk about how incredible their defense was, um, with Luke Keekly and all them. Um but this team, just like the just like the Giants is only going to go as far as Ryan Fitzpatrick takes them, and i have I have damn near no faith that Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to take them far because we've seen Ryan Fitzpatrick as a starting quarterback there's a reason that if you start this there's a reason why majority of the time if Ryan Fitzpatrick starts the season as a as a starting quarterback, he does not end the season as a starting quarterback. there's a reason for that. There's a re nobody again. It goes back. I hate to keep going back, but it goes back to the Cam Newton conversation. Nobody wants to uproot and change their entire offense for their backup, but teams have had to do that with Ryan Fitzpatrick because Ryan Fitzpatrick has started the season as a starter, and somewhere down the line he gets benched because that magic wears off. The fist magic that everyone talks about it, it it goes to hell quick. Hell, the Dol- he was playing incredible for the Dolphins, and they still benched him for Tua, and Tua and 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 the worst part about that was Tua was not ready, and they still benched Ryan Fitzpatrick. But they 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 benched Tua a couple times during the season, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick came in, came back. And was like, oh, okay, well he's good, but let's 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 slide Tua back in there. But the same thing happened with him and Jameis Winston. it's just, uh That's why I was so adamant that we should we let me say we You know what's funny? Side note, a little tangent. Why do why do fans take ownership in their teams? Like like it's like either they're part of the team or they own it. Like anytime I'm talking about a team that I like, you know, either as Washington or or i don't know north carolina i always say we like i'm part of the team i always say we like i i go to their 5 a.m practices every day it's funny or i go or i'm in training camp with them but back to what i was saying back to what i was saying i i think fans do that a lot fans do that definitely a lot they they take ownership in their team so they or or they integrate themselves in the team so they say we a lot so but back to what i was saying This team, I mean, Chase Young, to me, Chase Young is the best player in this division. I know that's crazy when you have Zeke, you have Dak, you have CeeDee Lamb, you have Terry McLaurin, you have uh, Saquon Barkley, you have, uh, there's nobody on the Eagles, (laughs) maybe Fletcher Cox, maybe Fletcher Cox. But I think Chase Young is the best player in this division. I know he's coming out of his second year, or this will be his second year. But Chase Young is the best player in this division, in my in my opinion. Sweat, uh, uh, pain, Collins. Um, hell, this defense is so good. You let a, a light, a, a team favorite, in Ryan Kerrigan go, and nobody bad an eye because this. And Ryan Kerrigan still has years left on him, so. We know this defense is going to be good. To me, you have the best player in the division in Chase Young, and the defense is is not. I mean, Kyle Fuller. Their 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 defense is going to be okay. Their front is going to be damn near amazing. Like you have all first round picks. It's really their back end. But I think that, that you know that that has been improved. It's just. Ryan Fitzpatrick. We know we you know we know we're going to see uh, uh explosive offense. We know we're going to see him sling and throw the ball all over the place cuz that's what he's that's his calling card. He did that when he was with the Dolphins, he did that when he was with uh the Bucks. He did that everywhere he's been. He's going to sling the ball everywhere. So, if you're a fantasy and you haven't had a draft yet, don't be scared to pick up Terry McLaurin, don't be scared to pick up Ross, don't be scared to pick up uh Antonio Gibson, but the the question is when, in my opinion, because the the definition of insanity is is doing the same exact thing expecting a different outcome. That's the definition of insanity. It's insane to think that in year what, four how many how many years has Ryan Fitzpatrick been playing? Give me a second. I'm gonna look this up. Because Ryan Fitzpatrick has been in the league for a minute, actually. Um, Oh, I forgot we have Curtis Samuel. Uh, It'd be crazy for me to think that in year... Let me see. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitz... in, In year 18... It'd be crazy for me to think that the the Ryan Fitzpatrick that we've got for seventeen years, uh, or seventeen seasons. Let's say this: the Ryan Fitzpatrick that we've gotten in seventeen seasons is automatically going to change, or 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 out of out of the blue is going to change, and he's going to be a consistent quarterback for the entire season. That to me would be insane because we're uh, like for. We've seen what he's going to be, even with talent. Hell, you think the, the Dolphins team didn't have talent? You think the Bucks team didn't have talent? You think there was no team in 17 seasons that didn't have talent? And Ryan Fitzpatrick has been to how many playoffs? Let alone how many teams out of those 17 did he start compared to finish as a starter? that's the question oh that's nasty I'm looking at the roster right now and they have Ryan Fitzpatrick and then Eric Flowers oh man Washington that's the thing man Washington has the best in my opinion the best player in the division and Chase Young on the defensive side of the ball but I don't think I don't I don't know if they'll be good enough to 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 win a a a Win the division, and and it's because the 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 way that they win the division is leaning heavily on their defense, which they did last year. Lean heavily on their defense, and and Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't lose it for them. I don't know how many games he'll win for them, but doesn't lose for them. That is how the Washington football team is going to win, and we'll just have to see because. They 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 weren't allotted any breaks either. Like they have, I mean, you start the season with Justin Herbert and the Chargers, then t- uh, two weeks later, week three, you have Justin, you have Josh Allen the Bills, then uh, uh, three weeks later, you have. J- uh, What's his name? You have Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Next, next, (laughs) very next game, you have Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Then week 10, you have Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Uh, Week 12, you have Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Oh, and not forget that you have one, two, three, four, five. You have five weeks straight of divisional football, and that's at the end of the season. So they did not give... This Washington football team, any and I mean any, any breaks. So I, I don't know. It's really on. I th- I'll say this: I think Ryan Fitzpatrick, off, uh, uh, an offense led by Ryan Fitzpatrick, will look different and better than one with Alex Smith, seeing as though he's mo- he has more of an arm, more of a cannon. Let me. I'm trying to. End, you see, I'm trying to end this. trying to end the Washington jump with with some positivity. Uh. Ryan Fitzpatrick has a better arm than Alex Smith. I think his accuracy is a little better than Alex Smith. Uh he's a little more mobile than Alex Smith. He's not being don't get me, don't don't get it twisted. He's not really mobile, but he's a, he's a little more mobile than Alex Smith was, especially after the injury. And uh I mean we still we have some solid players. We Terry McLaurin, who's again one of the be, one of the better receivers in my opinion. Uh Antonio Gibson, one of the better uh running backs in my opinion we we have some pieces. Logan Thomas, who I think is a, a top I know it's crazy to say, but I think he's a top ten uh tight end in this league. Uh Brandon Sheriff, who's an incredible offensive lineman, probably one of the best offensive guards in the league. Curtis Samuel that we got from the Panthers. I mean, we got some players, man. We we got some players. It's just we're only I mean, it's just how far how far is it gonna take a J- uh JD McKissick, who is a pretty much dual threat running back kind of he's not as good don't get me wrong but he's kind of like the Alvin Kamara as in he can run and he can also catch pretty well and and has really good after the catch yard so we'll have to see we'll have to see what Washington does man we'll have to see what Washington does I think that their their defense definitely is good enough to be in the playoffs um again and I, I can't stress this enough I think that they have the best player in the division in Chase Young uh but we we'll just have to see. We will have to see. So, and then we get to America's team, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, team Hard Knocks. Um, this team and this team, this team is 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 very easy to evaluate. It's very easy to evaluate because they've been the same exact team for since I mean since I can remember. As far as they're really good really talented team but they get in their own way they'll get close to us they'll get close to resemblance or looking like a super bowl team they'll get a game away or or they get a game away and then Des Bryant doesn't have a catch or or this is the year and then as unfortunate as it is Dak Prescott goes down or they get smacked by a team or they lose games that they're supposed to win or their defense is God awful. Like this team has, I mean, you have Vander Esch. I think Jalen Smith is like garbage now. I know he's your middle linebacker, but Jalen Smith has not been good for a while now. Uh, Jalen Smith didn't look good or didn't even shine in, in, in at all in hard knocks. He's looked just, just bad. Um, I mean, this this team like Demarcus Lawrence, who ain't really been that good since he got the the money. Randy Gregory, he's been okay, maybe ish. You know, their defense. There, I think there were they were one of the worst defenses in NFL history last year. Honestly, no, I'm like dude, you can look it up. I think they were one of the worst defenses in NFL history, and. Uh, mm. Mm-mm. I don't know uh, This is a big year for them though I mean you come back You, you have Dak Prescott coming back healthy uh, You have the best quarterback In the division hands down And uh, you, you have really promising pieces I mean Zeke from what we're hearing Is in the best shape of his life uh, CeeDee Lamb is, uh, At least in hard knocks Looked like a, this could be a breakout year For him amari cooper still there i think they released Gallup, but you still have pollard like they they have some really good pieces um greg Zerline is a really good kicker you have a said wilson um
1: yeah like they have some pieces
0: malik turner it's it's just (laughs) it's just how far is that gonna take them again you have the best quarterback in the division uh how how far is that going to take him is is it, and Mike McCarthy. I don't think Mike McCarthy is good enough to really be a, a a head coach anymore. I think that one year or that one Super Bowl uh with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers definitely is 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 the wing under his sail or wing under his yeah, the wind under his wings. Let me say that. Uh and playing alongside Aaron Rodgers all those years or no, coaching Aaron Rodgers all those years definitely is the wind under his under his wings. But even if we saw last year, there was a lot of times where he looked and it felt like he was in over his head as far as a head coach. So I don't, I don't, I'm excited to see what Michael Parsons looked like. He looked really good in, I mean, he's their first round pick. He looked really good in hard knocks. And I was one of those people that thought that it was either going to be him or Patrick Sertan going to Dallas, and it was him. So I'm really excited to see. And and this team, the Dallas, their defense has to be better than last year. Like, that's saying something. Like, their defense has to be better than last year, because last year they were god-awful, like absolutely horrible. <laughs> There's nothing can be as bad as last year. So I want to see how their defense bounce back. And I want to see now It is it is alarming and this is a little scary, that Dak Prescott has not done any preseason. Hell, you saw Lamar Jackson do preseason. You saw Patrick Mahomes play a lot in the preseason. You even saw Tom Brady play a lot in the preseason. I don't remember. I think you may have seen Aaron Rodgers. No, no, you didn't see him. I don't think he played. But you saw people play preseason. And this is Dak Prescott, who hasn't played meaningful football since his injury, uh, to his ankle last year. So I, I do want to see, you know, it is a little alarming, especially with the whole shoulder and everything and how they're saying that his, his injury can be seasoned, season or linger the whole season, especially when the biggest problem was his ankle. So I, I, I don't know what's going to go. There's a lot of question marks with Dallas right now. I will say this, the reason why they have, a, they have a solid team and, I think what's really helping them still is that they're in the NFC East because if imagine throwing them in the NFC West that that gauntlet oh hell the NFC South like the fact that in the NFC East they have a chance and that's that's unfortunate about the NFC East but this is how it is they're the worst. they're not the worst division in football they're not the worst division in. are they in the worst division in the NFC they're not the worst division in the in, in football let me just say that but it is one of the lower tier divisions. I say that. So um, that's what's helping them. And again, you have the best quarterback when healthy and Dak Prescott is just, and, and, and and you have one of probably the second, probably the second best uh, running back. And when, when he's playing like he can play and when he's playing the, like the best of his ability, you have Zeke, you have a, an incredible wide receiver core like i said uh cd lamb um cd lamb wilson uh cooper so i think that because you have uh the best quarterback in the in the division i think they they have the best shot in my opinion to win the division and that's the cowboys so when i'm looking at the rankings uh as <laughs> it's very easy the bottom very bottom I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say the the Eagles then then the the question honestly really is how far is okay I'm gonna go Eagles then I'm gonna go the the Giants just because we don't know how good Daniel Jones is gonna be um and some of their, a lot of their player or some of their big players, as far as Saquon Barkley and Sterling Shepard and and players like that, are coming off of injuries. So, well, their best player, let me say that, their best player in Saquon Barkley is coming off uh, of a huge injury. So, we will just see how he bounces back. Then I'm gonna say Washington because I think Washington has the capability because of their defense to be the best team in the NFC East. It's just we need to see how long that the wind is going to to, to keep Ryan Fitzpatrick's sails afloat. Because once Ryan Fitzpatrick goes down, I mean, you have Allen as your backup. That's not doing much for you. So, and maybe, hell, who knows, knock on wood, we might get Cam. I don't know. But – I, so I'm Washington, and I have Dallas because they have the best quarterback in the in the division, and even with that, they still have a really good wide receiver core. They have a a, a good running back when he's when he's in top shape, and their defense cannot be as bad as it was. Their defense, they have a good offensive line, but their defense was there was one of the worst defenses in NFL history uh, last year. So there's only there's nothing but up. <laughs> so that's that's my ranking: the Cowboys, Washington. Uh, the Giants and the Eagles, so that's the NFC East, and of course, next or next episode, we have the last division we'll be talking about, which is the NFC West. No, yeah, NFC West. That's the uh, what the Rams, the Cardinals, the the Forty Niners, and the Seahawks. So that's next episode. Moving forward. So what I wanted to do again, before the season starts, the season starts next week. It starts September 9th, Monday night, or Thursday night football. It is the Dallas Cowboys against the, the Bucks. And I wanted to give a couple lists before I go. I mean, I know I've been breaking down the division and everything, but I wanted to give my lists. I want to give my lists. I have two lists, maybe three. This today, this episode, I'm going to give my list of just the top top ten players in the NFL. I know that the ESPN NFL.com they released their top 100 players. Um, I know ESPN or Bleacher Report, one of them two, they they did theirs, and I want to do the unpopular podcast. I want to give mine now. No, mine are not gonna. These are my. This is my top 10 players in the NFL going into this season. So, of course, a lot of it is going to be what happened last season. Most of it is going to be what happened last season and what I think is going to be this season. So, this is my list. If you don't agree, you can definitely leave it in the comments. You can, you can hit me up about it. We'll definitely talk about it. I don't mind. I love, I love conversing with my audience. So, this is my The Unpopular Podcast top 10. Uh, Players in the NFL At number 10 I have TJ Watt I think TJ Watt was probably The most important player For Pittsburgh last year Of course you remember them going 11-0 Before kind of the, the train came off the rails But even with that tj watt was good the entire season tj watt i even argued had a really strong case uh to win the defensive Player of the year last year now of course we know it went to aaron Darnold, but i was one of those people saying you know tj watt was a huge factor for this uh or for the P- pittsburgh steelers team and the fact that he stood out with the defense that had Bud Dupree Before he got hurt, that had uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, and He was a, I think he he Was like top 10 in sacks Or no, top 5 in sacks, top 5 In the fl- like he was that Good, and, and TJ I'll say this Yes, he's one decent defensive player, linebacker But if he's not playing Well, it doesn't Matter what what else is happening The team is at a huge Disadvantage, and they possibly might not win if he doesn't play well, and that's that's how good T.J. Watt is. When when you have to double and triple linebackers, uh, not to mention he is fast. He is one of the fastest linebackers in the league. So, um, at number ten I have T.J. Watt. At number nine I have Derrick Henry. I mean, <laughs> what Derrick? What what can we say about Derrick Henry, man? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is a beast. Derrick Henry is a monster. Derrick Henry is, I mean, I think he's the, what was he? He was um. first player or eighth player to surpass 2000 rushing yards in a single season. Like the thing about Derrick Henry is, and a lot of people really under underestimate his speed 'Cause he is a huge dude. Like his he he is big. And the fact that you, you couple his size with his um his size with his speed makes him arguably in fact makes him, in my opinion, the best running back. Now I understand Saquon Barkley wasn't was hurt, so this that definitely affects a lot of things. But this is a this is a really good a really good I guess season. Or, or really good time for running backs. I mean, you have Derrick Henry, you have Saquon Barkley, you have Calvin—not Calvin—you have uh, Alvin Kamara, you have uh, CMC. But last year, going to this year, to me, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry was pro, was the best one. And hell, when you become the eighth player to do something in the NFL, like, and, and it's a good stat. That's yeah, and and the fact that he makes that he was a big reason why the Tennessee Titans were as good as they were last year because his running along with his power, his speed allowed us to forget just how not good their defense was. And yeah, I understand AJ Brown was in it, but now that you have Julio Jones, that three had a monster going to be crazy. Brown Jones. And now, uh, or and Derrick Henry, that's tough, but Derrick Henry deserved to be on this list. In my opinion, Uh, again, eighth player to average 200 yards. And the, a couple times he had a game uh, a game winning rush in the overtime i know he did it against the ravens uh, and i don't remember the other team he did it against but he's (laughs) derrick henry's a monster so i have derrick henry at number nine and number eight i have tom brady now whoa whoa calm down calm down before before y'all go crazy the reason why i have tom brady at number eight is because i'm looking at the totality of the season plus what tom brady has Tom Brady was incredible last year. Don't get me wrong. But the beginning of the year, it was really sketchy. I understand that it was a new team. They were learning each other. I I get that. I'm I'm not negating that at all. And, of course, towards the end of the season, he got rolling and the team got rolling. Of course, they got Antonio Brown. So I understand that as well. However, what I do know is you have Mike Evans who is a really good wide receiver. You have Chris Godwin, who's a really good wide receiver. You have uh, Rob Gronkowski, who arguably is the greatest tight end ever. You have O.J. Howard. He was injured last year, but you have him this year. Not to mention, I think the biggest reason. Now, a lot of people don't want to say because it's Tom Brady, but the biggest reason they won the Super Bowl last year was, and, and, and they went on an incredible run, the second half of the season to the Super Bowl was their defense. Levante David, Nadonic, Nadonic, and, and Sue, like they had, with, with, like they had, their defense was incredible. And that's one big reason why I'm going to do, that's one big reason why a lot of people have them winning the Super Bowl again. Yes, yeah, because of Tom, a lot of it was because of Tom Brady, but a lot of it is also because of the fact that they have one of the best defenses in the league by far. So I think that. Tom Brady understands that his, he, his arm strength is, is I'm not going to say it's deteriorating, but his arm strength is not what it was back in the day. Not back in 2003, not back in 2006, not back in 2010. His arm strength is not that strong anymore. So he understands that his mind and his ability to read defenses and to manipulate defenses is his biggest, strongest weapon at this point. And he understands that. And we saw last year, he didn't have a lot of, you know, wow, let me say this. He did, he was one of the leaders in throwing the ball down, down, downfield. Uh, as a, I think he was like one of the league leaders in past attempts over 20 yards, but I don't think he completed a lot of them. And you saw in the Super Bowl, he didn't have a lot of, hell, you saw in the playoffs in general against the 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 Packers, against the Saints, against uh, the the Chiefs. He didn't have a lot of deep balls. It was a lot of dinking, duns, Dinkin Duns, a lot of slicing up the defenses. Yeah, he had one big uh pass to Scotty Miller before the play, before the the half, but against the the Green Bay Packers, but Tom Brady understands that while yes, he's still in my opinion a top 10 player, it's his it's his his mind, his ability to understand defenses, his ability to manipulate defenses with his eyes and his head. That is what's his 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 biggest and and most lethal weapon is now. So I have Tom Brady number eight, number seven. I have DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, year after year after year after year after year, shows us why he is one of, if not the best wide receiver in the game. I understand it's been a it's been an argument. It's been Julio. It's been Antonio Brown. It's been DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. He's you know is what happened to. DeAndre Hopkins has the same effect sort of that happened. Let me say this. When Stefan Diggs came on to the Bills, it just completely transformed not only Josh Allen, but the Bills offense. The same thing can be said with DeAndre Hopkins going to the Cardinals. Yes, Kyler Murray's good and Kyler Murray would be good with or without DeAndre Hopkins, but it, un- having DeAndre Hopkins on the team, unleashed something. And Again, DeAndre Hopkins, we know the incredible catches, the catch he had against the Bills, the catch he, he, he's, he's DeAndre Hopkins, man. He, he has one of the best hands in the league. He is one of the best wide receivers in the league by far. And DeAndre Hopkins, yeah, it's, it's Kyler Murray benefits a lot from playing with DeAndre Hopkins. And that's, that's the reason why he's number seven, in my opinion, and, and, He's just a model of consistency. He was consistent when he was with the Texans, and now he's consistent when he's with the Arizona Cardinals. And this, and going into his second year with the Cardinals, I expect nothing but bigger and better things for DeAndre Hopkins. So I have him at number seven. Number six, I have Josh Allen. The reason why I have Josh Allen is because Josh Allen was, what, finished, I think, second or third, or third, I think, in or MVP voting. Like, Josh Allen went from... Being one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks in the league to leading the Bills to the AFC Championship, uh, again, a lot of that is because of Stephon Diggs, but a lot of that is he put in the work, got a got a got a good coach, and he he was one of the best, one of the best quarterbacks in the league last year. Like that, a lot of people thought he was good enough to win to win the MVP, and I, and nobody would have been upset if he did. That's how good Josh Allen was. Josh, like Josh Allen took the bills. The bills haven't been to the, to the, what the, the bills have not been to the AFC championship since what Jim Kelly. Like that's, that's how good he was last year. And his, his, his ascension and his, his improvement from the previous year also kind of like with Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans Allen's improvement allowed us to overlook how inconsistent and, and, and unimpressive that defense is. And the fact that they don't have a running game. The Bills do not have a running game. Josh Allen was their best rusher last year, and he's a quarterback. Uh, who? It, Josh Allen is number six for me, uh, and I think that he's just – hopefully he just continues to grow on – I mean, if he continues to grow – i don't really see uh an uh an avenue in which it's not going to be the the chiefs and bills going at it for years to come uh in the afc of course you can sprinkle in uh the lamar and the ravens and everything but i I just don't see it so uh if if Allen continues to, to to grow so I have Alan, Josh Allen, number six. At number five, I have Devontae Adams. Now, I think Devontae Adams definitely benefits a lot from playing alongside uh, Aaron Rodgers. However, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers makes DeAndre Hopkins. Don't get me wrong. DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, not DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Devontae Adams, I'm sorry. Devontae Adams is had an incredible, I think he led the league last year in And touchdowns, like that's how good Devontae Adams is. He has a long frame, he's incredibly quick. His route, he has he's one of the best route runners in the league, he's one of the best pass catchers, and as far as tough catches, he Devontae Adams is a lot of people want to say the only reason why he's this good is because he's playing with Aaron Rodgers. While, yes, Aaron being playing alongside Aaron Rodgers definitely helps, but no, Aaron Rodgers is definitely benefiting with playing Devontae Adams just as much as Devontae Adams is playing with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, hell, as we saw, I mean, <laughs> we remember when Devontae Adams was out due to injury and how, even though Aaron Rodgers was still good, how shaky that wide receiver court looked. And Devontae, Deva, look, <laughs> Devontae Adams definitely definitely proved himself last year so I have Devontae Adams at number five and number four I have Russell Wilson Uh, I understand that the end of the season didn't really mirror the beginning of the season but Russell Wilson was incredible I mean we remember the whole let Russ cook movement Russell Wilson was leading the MVP race uh until probably halfway through the season then of course a lot of things went wrong, uh, whether it was injuries to the running back core, the de- the defense. Oh, my gosh. We were talking about how bad the Cowboys' defense is. This, this, the the Seahawks' defense was god off, even with um, K.J. Wright, even with Bobby Wagner, even with Jamal Adams, who just got a, a deal, by the way. But Russell Wilson was good. And we started to see that Russell Wilson and not just the defense, but their offensive line, their offensive line was probably the worst, the second to third worst offensive line in the league last year. And you saw Russell Wilson try to overcompensate. You know, he he ran out of the pocket a lot sooner than he maybe should have time to time he was forcing it on every play so you his it dipped but when he was at his best and even at his best he is a top player and a top quarterback in this league that's that's hands down and again there was a a good period in the season last year where he led the league in 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 for the mvp until you know this you know (laughs) until probably about halfway but Russell Wilson has been good, and Russell Wilson is incredible, and I think along with, with D.K. Metcalf, with Tyler Lockett, uh, they they still, when you have Russell Wilson as your quarterback, you have a chance to win the Super Bowl. That's the reason why a lot of people haven't counted out Seattle as, as Super Bowl contenders, because you have Russell Wilson, who is a top quarterback in this league. So I have Russell Wilson at number four. and number three, I have Aaron Donald. When the conversation around you is, are you the greatest defensive player ever in in a in a league that had Ray Lewis and a league that had uh, um Lawrence Taylor in a league that that had some of some most of the greatest players in NFL history are on the defensive side of the ball and the argument around you is is could he be the greatest defensive player ever? That's saying something. Especially when we look at NFL rankings or NFL.com rankings. We look at ESPN rankings. We look at Bleacher Report rankings. We look at uh, Sports Illustrated rankings. And every single one of them, when they're whether they're ranking top 100, top 10, top 50, every single one has Aaron Donald at least in the top three. Yeah, no. That, that really shows you just your difference the fact that he did win defensive play of the year last year and he commands double and triple teams. In fact, if you do not double and triple team him 9.5 times out of 10, if you single coverage Aaron Darnold, which I think only happened maybe 10% of the time last year, your quarterback is getting touched, he's getting sacked, something like that, which isn't – it's not smart. Like, you don't not double Aaron Darnold so, or triple Aaron Darnold. That's how good – uh, that a player at his position getting triple teamed is is incredible, uh, and Aaron Donald. I mean, he's he's even though his he's not the tallest, he's big, he's fast, he's ferocious, and he is year after year after year after year after year one of the top players in the league. So I have him at number three. At number two, I have Patrick Mahomes. I have Patrick Mahomes because it's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Like I don't, it's, I don't know what this. is. I mean, the only reason. I have Patrick Mahomes at number two. I mean, going into the season, you just got went to the Super Bowl, uh, they did lose. But I mean that's you know, Patrick Mahomes and the and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl really showed you how important the offensive line is. Even with a player as transcendent in my opinion as Patrick Mahomes is, you need an offensive line. He, especially against a ferocious defense that the, the Bucks have. It's it's Patrick Mahomes, man. Like you have Travis Kelsey, you have uh, Tyreek Hill, you have McCole Harmon, like you Clyde Edwards Alaire, like you. It's Patrick Mahomes. I don't. It's he was. I've seen him live. He does things with with. The, it's Patrick Mahomes, and, the, and I understand this. Like, but yeah, you put him at number two. Yeah, that's because number one is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers won an MVP last year for a reason. Aaron Rodgers two years in a row got the the Packers to a 13 and 3 c 13 and 3 record and to the AFC championship. And if it wasn't for uh them just not being better as a whole or they what happened? So the four, when they went to this, when they went to the AFC championship against the 49ers, the 49ers damn near ran what 500 plus yards on them that's defense like Aaron Rodgers ain't running the ball he ran damn almost 500 plus yards on them and then last year of course Aaron Rodgers wasn't the best but we we know about the 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 fourth the fourth down play I I can't not reward the MVP for uh for for you know he was the MVP so i have aaron Rodgers number one so my top 10 is tj watt derrick henry uh tom brady and this is going from 10 to 10 to 1 tj watt derrick henry tom brady deandre hopkins josh allen Devontae adams russell wilson aaron donald patrick mahomes and uh aaron Rodgers. so i'm excited man i'm excited to see the season like i said it's next week so oh, i'm excited to see what the season brings man i really am so Moving forward, college football is back. College football is back actually this week. Um, I, that's another thing, you know. I'm excited for more sports, of course, but it's uh, college. I'm not really the top teams are going to be the top teams. I mean, looking at it, you have Oklahoma, they're ranked number one right now. Clemson, Alabama, and Ohio State. Georgia's going to be in there. Oregon's going to be in there. Um, LSU might be in there. Florida, like the, the the top teams are going to top team. You know, I don't, I don't see. I mean, you have Spencer Rattler. He's incredible. Uh, I've, the the quarterback from Clemson. He has like a long name, but he's he's really good. Alabama just continues to Alabama. Uh, you have uh, Keandre Thibodeau at Oregon, who a lot of people think could be a top five pick in the draft. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for 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 college football, man. And I I think looking looking up is probably I'm going to say the Final 4 is going to be Oklahoma, Alabama, Clemson and I guess Ohio State and I have Oklahoma because they have Spencer Rattler and Alabama in the National Championship. So yeah, we'll see We'll see what goes from there And lastly, before we go The biggest news uh, In basketball Was Rondo Goes back to The Lakers um, That's that's just another player That they have uh, The play alongside LeBron James I think it'll be cool uh, Now you have him And Russell Westbrook uh, Didn't work with The Clippers Didn't uh, I mean, he got bought out By Memphis And he, you know I think it'll be alright I think it'll be alright I don't I don't I still think that this team needs a little bit more shooting. Uh, we'll see how how it looks towards the trade deadline, but I think the clear cut two best teams, as far as complete or the two clear cut teams right now is the or in an East division or conference is the Nets and the Lakers. I think they're pretty much on a collision course to see each other in the in the in the finals, so. Now of course you have Golden State. You see how they'll go with the Clippers, the Nets. I mean the the Bucks who just won the Phoenix. But right now, if we look at just straight rosters, I think it's the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers. So, but yeah, man, shouts out to Rondo, I guess. Um, yeah. But that, there you have it. That has been today's episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I appreciate you guys. If you want an Unpopular Podcast shirt, hoodie, sweatshirt, long sleeve, uh, joggers, the link is in the description below. I have multiple colors, multiple designs. Whatever you want, I got. Hey, man, go get you some merch today. Go get you some merch. Also, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm trying to reach a 1,000 subscribers, so anything will help. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And until next time, much love. See this in 3D All lights
2: out for me All lights out for me Lightning strikes the beach 80 degrees
1: Stomach hurt this month, I done lost three friends Early morning brainstorming, normally I can't sleep in Sometimes I just wanna restart it, but it all depends If I'ma be that same young hungry from the west end But my heart is wrong, and the crazy part ain't got no pen Maybach interior came with sheepskin Still remember when I just had three pants. Now I'm the one everyone call on, cause I got deep ends From told me to wait on the defense And never face my names And they might call me But they gon' respect it And I feel like you better off Try and call I might not get the message And she just tried to run off With my heart But I blocked off the ends. Yeah oh. But I couldn't tell. God made it rain. The devil made it hell. Dropped out of school, but I'm the one that yelled. Made the best tracks, it still went off the rail. Had to go down, down, down. Just a new town, town, town. new 10, 10, 10. I going in, in, in. Here I go on a new trip. Here I go, I get too lit. Here I go, acting I too rich. Here I go with a new chick. And I know what the truth is. Still playing out the two kids. It's a lot to digest. When your life I was moving, architecture digest. But I need a home improvement. 60 million dollar home, never went home to it. Genius gone clueless. It's a whole lot too risk. Alcohol anonymous. Who's the busiest loser Heated by the rumors Read into it too much vein in for some true love Ask him what do you love Hard to find what the truth is But the truth was that the truth suck Always in the do stuff But this time it was too much Mm-mm, mm Everybody's so judgmental Everybody's so judgmental Everybody hurts But I don't judge Reynolds mm 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 It was all so simple
2: I see you in 3D The dawn is bright for me, no more dark for me, I know you're watching me, 80 degrees, burning up the leaves.